Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. I'm Rachel True. And I'm Trent Venegas. And you're listening to Quoting Gene Roddenberry. The 100-day podcast that celebrates what would have been the 100th birthday of that guy that created Star Trek. Each day between now and the end of our podcast, August 19th, one of Star Trek's biggest icons, or celebrity fans, or both, will be quoting Gene Roddenberry. Then we're going to take a deep dive into why we think this sci-fi legend still has a lot to say to the world. Today's quote is read by our very own Captain Jonathan Archer from Star Trek Enterprise, actor Scott Bakula. If we cannot learn to positively value these small differences between us on our own planet, God help us when we get to space and meet the variety that is almost certainly out there. It's a beautifully read quote by the dashing Scott Bakula. And today we would like to welcome back Claire Kramer, actress, producer extraordinaire to the podcast. Claire, have you any thoughts about this kind of deep quote actually well first of all thank you Rachel and Trent for having me back um I do I had something very interesting jump out at me if you know Gene he he was well known as an atheist Mm -hmm. and so I think it's very interesting in this quote that he references God even Mm -hmm. if it is sort of in a I don't want to say mocking manner but in a you know God help us a cliche um yeah, yeah exactly I think it's interesting, and this is only in 1976, so it wasn't like he's, you know, getting later in his life ready to, quote unquote, meet his maker and now has to Mm -hmm. start worrying about bringing God in. But Mm -hmm. you very rarely have a Gene Roddenberry quote that acknowledges any sort of a higher being other than science and technology. So that's kind of like my very first instinctual thought when I looked at or when I heard this. Trent, are you a religious man? I am a spiritual man. Um, I do believe, I do believe that there's something greater. I don't know that I believe in a God. I think I believe that, you know, uh, humans associate things that we can't understand or, or explain as gods, you know, but there's energy and that kind of thing. So that's kind of what I adhere to. And I think that is very interesting, Claire, that you picked up on that because as you mentioned, Gene was very, uh, famously a humanist is mm-hmm. the, the other term for atheism for me, you know, what I love about this quote is, you know, Gene is saying, like, if if we can't take care of our business here on Earth, how can we expect to be prepared to take on the greater unknown that most assuredly exists out in the universe? He, You know, he always speaks very assuredly that there is other life out there, not just his bread and butter. I, I honestly believe he believes it. I do as well. It's very, um, I think it's very egotistical to believe that we're the only sentient life in the universe. So he's saying, if we want to get to this future that he has envisioned, this really exciting future that he has created with the Star Trek universe, that we have to make sure that we take care of our business here on Earth. We have to put our petty squabbles aside here before we can venture out and meet other 
life forms. I like how positive this quote is considering mm-hmm. the Americas we live in today mm-hmm. or the America we lived through in the last year. Because in this quote, it says, if we can't value mm-hmm. these small differences between us, and maybe I've said it before on this podcast, but I'm always tripped out by the fact that I- between us people on Earth, ethnicity, there's only a difference of like the teeniest, tiniest, teeniest bit of DNA. That's all that makes us different, right? My color, my hair, my this, and that's all to adapt to climate Mm -hmm. and different things. So that we still fight and judge each other over these differences is hard on my heart, but I love the positivity of this, that we will. I mean, he doesn't say if we will. He says if we cannot, that's a negative, man. But Mm -hmm. I think we can take it to a positive place. I'm optimistic we will get over this stuff. I just don't know if it'll be in my lifetime, Claire. I mean, you have to, you know, we've talked about this before and it's not the systemic negativity for lack of a better word, because there's so much in different sex, you know, racism, sex, sexism, all that stuff. It's not going to go away within our generation, but what we have to do is make sure it, we eradicate it as much as possible in the next generation. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And that's where, you know, the parenting and Rachel, you reaching your tarot has to target a younger demographic and intrinsically that's educating. You are, you are an educator. You're a communicator, as we talked about in the previous episode, you know, you're communicating mm-hmm. your values and your beliefs onto this younger generation. So hopefully within the next hundred years, we will have eradicated much of this. Well, yeah, because with a book, it's uh, youngy and tarot-based. It's not so witchy. If you read my book, you'll see there's very little of that in it. It's actually about self-exploration, mm-hmm. as Carl Jung would say, the integration of self. And I think this quote right here is very much about that, uh, not so much integration of personal self, but integration as a t- whole, a humanity as a whole, when we are integrated in, mm-hmm. a, in a sense. And we are comfortable with our differences and we're a smooth moving wheel. I, I think we're going to discover other aliens before we're that. So God help us. As Gene Roddenberry <laughs> well, says. the thing is with humans and with, you know, with our, our population on earth, we can only control what we can control. We mm-hmm. can control ourselves. We can control those we can communicate with, you know, but how do we affect in a positive way, those that we can't reach? Fortunately, now we have, such great advancements in technology that you can, you know, you can connect and communicate thoughts and ideas from across the world within a matter of seconds in, in mm-hmm. many different ways. So that's a huge advancement that Gene didn't have the advantage of knowing about. But, you know, I mean, Rachel and Trent, what do you guys think about reaching the I don't know what the stubborns, the the well, ones Claire, who don't you bring up, want to be reached. You bring up such an important word in your last thing about control. Because I think everyone's desire to control, right, mm-hmm. themselves or other people is, is like 80% of our problem mm. these days. I'm inflicting my will, my control over you, you know? And I, I think, again, just because you mentioned it with the tarot, I use tarot to examine my own control issues quite mm-hmm. often because I don't tend to, not a type A, I don't control other people, but I very much control my own, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm working with my issues with that. And I think, to answer your question, Claire, if we all start doing our own work, yeah. self-work, that is part of the process of getting to positively value small differences in others. Mm-hmm. Trent? 
Yeah, I agree. Um, I think I get what you're getting to, Claire, about the control. Not so much controlling, you know, people in our our circles, but to have that communication where uh, you can share your ideas and people are much more uh, open to receiving information from people that we know, uh, family members, friends. You know, you're not necessarily going to really? always. I don't trust my family members <laughs> and friends. Well, <laughs> right, not across the board, and not a hundred percent. But you know, as opposed to a stranger on the street that you're meeting for the very first time, someone that knows you might be more amenable to hearing what you have to say because they have some context of of who's speaking and where it's well, coming from. Trent, I would jump in and say something I've been saying my entire life mm-hmm. to my friends is, "Hey, man, if it comes down to like differences in race, I me saying it to somebody who's." Uh, racist mm-hmm. doesn't matter. It's never going to change their opinion. Right. I'm a brown girl. Yeah, I and agree. my friend literally said to me yesterday, she's like, Rachel, you've been saying that all your life, and now now other people are saying, I'm like, yes, because Claire <laughs> and her pretty blondness can reach so many more people who look like her than I can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like because it comes from her as an ally, the message can spread a little farther. I think. Well, I think someone like her saying, I'm not scared of these differences Mm -hmm. and I'm not scared of them with my children. In Mm -hmm. fact, I actively introduce my children to these differences. I'm scared of my children not knowing. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's hard to comprehend in my mind for me, Claire Kramer, the fact that someone, and I understand the history of racism and, and prejudice against, you know, sexual preferences and gender identity, but I don't, I don't, like logically understand how someone could think that way. Mm-hmm. I don't. Claire, is this because your dad was a sci- Claire? Your dad was a scientist, correct? He was a scientist, so that's, but he was that's a he was. You grew up in a household very with very different thinking, is where I'm going with this, correct? I mean, perhaps. I mean, he was a petroleum <laughs> geologist. He wasn't a psycho, you know, a psychiatrist or you know, a medical doctor. He was a petroleum geologist, studied rocks, you know, <laughs> dug mm-hmm, for oil, mm-hmm. but. I, I literally can't comprehend why these acts of violence. I mean, Trent, today you shared this horrific article mm-hmm. on Facebook about this young Iranian man who was beheaded as by his family, by his family, because he was he he preferred men versus women. And mm-hmm. I read it five or six times. I said, I don't even know mm-hmm. what to say to this. I can't believe stuff like this is happening why what about in the, what about here with the, the asian american grandmothers being attacked and here's the thing and i claire is such an ally so i'm not getting on you but but i do want to throw this out when people say i can't believe i'm like believe it no i believe it because right. i see it my mm-hmm. heart doesn't of understand how another heart could mm-hmm. do that how, that I hear me it's too. I don't. I know what I mean. It. So my question is to you guys, and I do. I try to live my life just as me, my heart on my sleeve, and you know, mm. here I am. What can others who are not minorities do to help eradicate this horrific behavior? Trent, please solve solve racism in a minute or less. I mean, I mean, I, I solve it to, solve it so when I talk to my neighbor, I can solve their problems. That's what I want to know. I'm not talking about like let's put up billboards and you know it's 
you know, of course, it would be great to have a campaign. You guys remember mm -hmm. the, you know, the cracking the egg in the skillet drug campaign? That yeah. was powerful. <laughs> yeah, but, but was it true? <laughs> I don't, I, my brain's not fried, so I don't know. I, 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 <laughs> I, I, listen, I went to NYU, as did Claire. Okay? Right. I had, a, had a lot of eggs. <laughs> a lot. Let's leave lot that conversation for another podcast yes. on another day. But, you know, I'm not saying solve it in a minute. I'm saying give right. someone like me a blonde-haired, blue-eyed, white-skinned girl tools that I may not already have so when I talk to someone, I can help them understand and change. Well, honestly, I feel like just having the conversation, this conversation we're having right now that is going to be listened to by hopefully a, a lot of people out there will, will resonate, will go very far. I know that you have been very active in... Black Lives Matter protests uh, when they were happening. Just your very presence, I feel, says a lot. Uh, it conveys a message that resonates farther than you probably realize. Um, you are a woman of note. You have fans out there. And things that you say carry weight with a segment of people who are fans of what you do professionally. So, I mean, honestly, I feel like you're already on the right track for helping get us to that place. Yeah, Claire, we thank you. I personally thanked her in text for being such a great mm -hmm. ally, right? Mm -hmm. And I would say, I would say the advice I would give was do what you're doing and encourage your friends to not run from the conversations That's, because yeah. I, I, I mentioned this before. I have a friend with a kid. They're at the bus stop, fancy school. My black friend says, oh goodness, do you see what's in the news today? And her friend says, I don't, it doesn't, it doesn't involve me and Hadley. I don't worry about it. Right. So that's the moment where my friend who was black was like, I fuck you. And for, <laughs> for someone who's white and pretty and blonde and blue eyed like you, that's a great moment to go, well, actually mm -hmm. I think it does. And mm -hmm. here's why, or however you would feel comfortable. So we want to, Thank the lovely Claire Kramer for, as always, being a terrific guest and a fantastic ally. Oh, my gosh, you guys. I've had a great time. And, you know, just going back to the quote one more time, you know, learning to positively value small differences between us on the planet uh, before we meet the variety that's almost certainly out there. It does remind me of the famous X-Files quote, the truth is out there. And hopefully yeah. in this next century, we will discover it. If you guys would like to see the handsome Scott Bakula, uh, see the video of him reading that quote, you can go to the Roddenberry social media pages at Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And we hope you'll join us tomorrow for another episode of Quoting Gene Roddenberry, where we will welcome our next guest host, Academy Award-nominated screenwriter Josh Olson. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Quoting Gene Roddenberry. We'd love to hear your thoughts on today's quote, so tweet us, Post us, DM us, whatever. We're at Roddenberry on Twitter and Facebook and at Roddenberry Official on Instagram. Quoting Gene Roddenberry is a Roddenberry podcast hosted by me, Rachel True. And me, Trent Venegas. Producing are Claire Kramer and Kelsey Goldberg with executive producers Trevor Roth and Rod Roddenberry. Engineering and editing are provided by Elizabeth Joy Windham. And special thanks to all those who were kind enough to read a quote and give a voice to Gene Roddenberry's everlasting words. Live long and prosper. 